This is Small Town News. I'm Keith. I'm Neil. I'm George. And I'm Craig. And what we do each session is read with Small Town Newspaper articles from Small Town Newspaper somewhere across the United States. We are reading these articles for the first time. They are provided to us by the wonderfully talented but the woefully underpaid Dr. Saxon. So talented. So little money. From those articles, we might take a character, a situation, maybe just a singular pepperoni roll, and we're going to improvise stories around it. We're just trying to make big stories out of Small Town News. Where are we today, George? We are in West Virginia. Fairmont, West Virginia. Home of the pepperoni roll. Yes. Which looks like a dinner roll with the smallest Slim Jim size of pepperoni just stuffed through the center. It is really disappointing to look at. You wonder if it should be refrigerated, but it's clearly not. Sitting on a grocery store shelf. Dude, it's from the Country Club Bakery, so... You know it's that, fancy. That's about that sounds fancy, it but does sound doesn't fancy. look fancy. I mean, would you go eat that at a country club? What's the <laughs> primary sport at this country club? <laughs> meat, meat sticking. <laughs> I don't know. I I feel like pepperoni roll could be an activity. <laughs> so I'm so this All bag right, kids gather for the pepperoni roll. No, 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 leave the kids at home. <laughs> no, no, wait, hold on. It's like an Easter it's egg like hunt. Easter roll. Yeah, it's like yeah. Easter egg hunt. It's they're just rolling pepperonis down a hill. See whose pepperoni gets to the bottom first. <laughs> also, I a frowny face also I would all. like to point out that this bag of pepperoni rolls, which seems to be three, weighs two pounds and two ounces. Wait. Oh, so oh wait, that's, okay, got more, wait. that's got more meat than This you. is a valid question. So if you're selling bags, so it looks like a bag of dinner rolls, except those dinner rolls happen to have <laughs> strings of pepperoni in them. Is this in the bakery section or the meat section? Because the meat needs to be refrigerated. Or the holiday section. Pepperoni doesn't. For the pep- oh, that's right. It is. Uh, it's a cured meat. Yeah. Or in the okay. Easter section for the pepperoni roll. I, I love your observation that it's two pounds, though, because that's clearly part of their marketing. Yeah. If you look at it, there's a scale in the background that I didn't see at first. Oh, my gosh. So they really want you to know that they're bringing the weight with this meat. <laughs> they, they really are. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's, heavy, that's heavy bread. Yeah. yeah, that's the bread. There's not a lot of pepperoni happening, so it's the bread. The bread's doing the heavy lifting. That's not your grandma's pepperoni roll. Thank God. <laughs> no, it's your granddaddy's. <laughs> call Sad, A, call B. <laughs> they both participated. Um, we are with the Times West Virginian in Fairmont, West Virginia. Fairmont sounds familiar to me. I think I've been to Fairmont. I don't know why. I don't know when. It's, it's just don't a, know it's a word that sounds like I've heard it before, and I have no reason to wanna, know it wanna, unless I've I want to thank you personally for this contribution. Right now. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah, It's a word I'm familiar with. I like how it took up time. <laughs> You're welcome, future Keith. <laughs> That's the best thing you can say for it. It took up time. That's, That's the only awesome. thing you can say. It's a Kate Tuttle post-show review. It took up time. <laughs> she she is the best. Though. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Did she did she do a review of Rocky? She did. Okay. She enjoy it. <laughs> she uh, does what? not seem like the Rocky horror. Yeah, so what she told me was wonderful job. I don't like the show. Yeah. yeah. Which is Great. fair. Yeah. yeah. It's got Great. nothing to do with us. Yep. Yeah. Let's also note that Jess's email says this is STN one fifty. Yeah. Which is a pretty significant milestone. Wow. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. So yes. can we count back and see how many we've f***ed up in the recording and can't use? Or is this 150 publishable? Oh, that's a good question. But 150 is a milestone. It is. That's that's great. Great. And she's cool. foregoing the writer's strike. There you go. She is. Oh, let's talk about that. Yeah. I think that's good for us. What? Yeah, because we're doing improv. Yeah. And well, people are yeah. starved for content, Keith. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever okay. words you say, yeah, we just need to take up time. <laughs> let's let's uh, take up some time. <laughs> let's let's spend some time on this. <laughs> right, but the writer strike is is good for us. She's not union. She's a scab. Um, and so the things that she's I think writing you need for to be a part of the guild before you become a staff. So I'm saying a she's scab. not union. Yeah, so she's a scab. No, she no, you're not if you're not a part of the union you're or the a guild. Scab. No, you're yeah. that's not no. <laughs> I'm just taking up time. <laughs> <laughs> Fairmont. Population. Wait, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think I've heard the name. Yeah. yeah. Fairmont population 18,300 is the eighth largest town in West Virginia. Located 30 miles south of the Pennsylvania border, Fairmont is bisected by the Monohagala <laughs> River. 
Ga- how would you say it, Neil? Monongahela. Bless Ooh, you. That, that's actually really nice. Got to roll up a tongue. Are you yeah. from West Virginia? I'm not. You've been in Fairmont. <laughs> I feel like I have. Could you describe it to me? <laughs> I feel like I have. Let me take up some time here. Spend a little time talking about that. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania is 90 miles to the north, and Washington, D.C. is 200 miles to the east. There is nothing to the west. (laughs) (laughs) The flat earthers just drop off right there. Dragons. (laughs) Fairmont is home to Fairmont State, a small university of 3,500 students, and the National White Collar Crime Center a federally funded nonprofit that trains law enforcement to combat financial crimes. The Katherine Johnson Independent Verification and Validation Facility, Whoa. a NASA agency tasked with providing both safety protocols and cost-cutting measures for space missions, is also based in this town. Hmm. Fairmont's name is The Friendly City. Its motto is, spend a day, spend a lifetime. Is that President Johnson's LBJ? Yeah. Her name is Lady Bird. I don't know. So who's Catherine? Because he did a bunch of NASA stuff, right? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, wife yeah. of Howard. Okay. The hotel. Kojo. Yeah. 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 Kojo. Yeah. That's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at us just taking up time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this episode is Come on back. Cr- it. We yeah. take up time. <laughs> Come on back, writers. <laughs> <laughs> we're, just, we're just proving the necessity. Yes, exactly. We're, we're working for the big studios. They're going to play our podcast on loudspeakers where they're protesting. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Go back to work, We must please. put pen to paper. Because <laughs> that they're, Yeah, they're, they're on strike because they're only, only able to work with pen and paper. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Fairmont also calls itself the pepperoni roll capital of the world. Thanks to the Country Club Bakery. Who's fighting? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. There's some things in life you fight for. There's some things you just let it go. It sucks to be the second biggest pepperoni capital. Your rolls are only like We just can't compete. <laughs> Let's try more pepperoni. I don't know. I'm out of ideas. <laughs> but theirs are so heavy. <laughs> Fresh out of ideas, boss. <laughs> the first pepperoni was sold at this bakery in 1927. Bakery owner Giuseppe Joseph Arguero combined the concepts of the Italian calzone, British pasty, and the British sausage roll to create the American pepperoni roll. He was high. <laughs> the food was designed as an easy meal for coal miners. Nope. Since <laughs> no, no, hold on. What? It's way too dirty to be eating a loaf of bread in a coal mine. Well, what are they eating? Probably something in a can. <laughs> you got to open that can. But you just throw it right in your mouth. And it's going to be... Like, you open it like Popeye with spinach. That's how a coal miner eats. <laughs> like, like probably Vienna sausage. They got to get strong to, yeah. s- to how spinach. We, how are we going to cut through this rock, boss? <laughs> I got an idea. First thing you do is throw that pepperoni roll right away. So when Stefan and I were in West Virginia, we visited the coal mine. Maybe you've been to Fairmont. I don't think so. Okay. Let's think of some more times. No, we went to whatever the other, I can't remember the other West Virginia city. That's right. But yeah, it was, it was fun. That was, and they have like, it's a, it's a weird sort of meal tin thing. So they gave you a meal tin. No, they didn't give us one, but we saw one. Did it have a bunch of bread in it? <laughs> Probably not. You sound like you got you have dirty hands. So when you're working in coal, yeah. Wait, 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 okay. Pause, George. Yeah. Tell me the perfect meal for miners right now. Okay, it's in a can. <laughs> what? So you could have a can of Vienna sausages. It's protein. Okay, or but- maybe beans, or like fruit cocktail. Okay, George, so, they George, have so it's just a bunch it of cans. George, all three things you just mentioned come in some type of a juice or a water or a sauce of some kind. So the do. moment you open that, at least with bread, you can try to wipe off the soot. <laughs> You're going you to You're die of black lung. Right, so don't so eat does it. it even matter? So don't eat it on your bread or your You're rolls. You're breathing it in every moment. Why not just give them a tray of oyster shooters, right? <laughs> <laughs> don't have to touch anything. Just <laughs> throw it back. <laughs> That's what you do with the cans. It's still all. Open wet, so you can get soot all over it. You know what? Giuseppe worked hard to try and come up with something for the coal miners. He should have come up with something different in a can. 
Put a pepperoni in a can. Yeah, what if we put the pepperoni in roll the can. in the can? Just the pepperoni. As soon as I mean, that roll. Uh, you know what? He did this, and they are now the undisputed pepperoni capital of the world. Just You'll saying. do that by worrying what the miners are going to do. <laughs> you just give it you to them. You want to get far in life, George. You stop thinking about the miners so damn much. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they went on their very first strike. Is all their pepperoni rolls were in cans, and they couldn't figure out a way to get into them. <laughs> Got to take off my gloves. It's a whole to-do. <laughs> my pickaxe was made for rocks, not for cans. <laughs> Since the rolls do not need to be refrigerated, miners could buy these rolls before their shifts and then eat them hours later without having to leave the mine. In 1987, the U.S. Department of Agriculture proposed that bakeries using meat products be reclassified as meat processing facilities, given that the meat was a core component of their goods. But they're not making the meat. Such a reclassification would... <laughs> Who's making the meat? Okay. Hey, time, your mom's time. making the meat. <laughs> time to make the meat. But like, doesn't the unfortunate animal make the meat? Look, God makes the meat. <laughs> <laughs> but Subway serves sandwiches. They they don't. They, you don't call them a meat processing. Who's a what's it? <laughs> well, let's see what they came up with here. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Read the stuff. We're all scabs here. Such a reclassification would require bakeries like Country Club to have daily meat inspections and meet elevated hygiene standards, something that the bakeries claim would ruin their profitability. We can't keep it clean. I know. The Your US- mom's a meat inspector. <laughs> The USDA then proposed a compromise just for pepperoni roll makers. Not maker, makers. That was yes. plural, just yeah, so you know. If there's a number one, there's a number two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right in the toilet. <laughs> if the bakeries would slice their pepperoni rolls in half, they could officially call them sandwiches. And sandwiches are not subject to the same meat regulations. But they should be. But they're clearly Wait. not because you, look, you get you go to sandwich shops. I do exactly. I expect them to be certified oh. by the FDA. Oh, what? wait a minute. We're What's expected. in the sandwich though? What's in your sandwich? Meat? Yeah, my sandwich. <laughs> What's in your mom's sandwich? <laughs> the bakeries refused this deal because what? they believe their customers would not buy sliced pepperoni rolls. After West Virginia Senator Jay Rockefeller met with the head of the USDA, the USDA issued a special exemption for bakeries who make pepperoni rolls. Fairmont's Country Club Bakery and other pepperoni roll makers are exempt from government inspections of their meats. But all other bakeries in the country who include meat in their non-sandwich goods but do not make pepperoni rolls are subject to... <laughs> To the daily meat safety inspection. So just to clarify, I'm assuming the difference here is it, in the picture looks as though the, the pepperoni is baked into the yes. roll. So it's all one big roll. Whereas they're talking about slice that roll down the center and then put the pepperoni in it, which is not a pepperoni roll. Then that becomes a quote unquote pepperoni sandwich, I guess. <laughs> but I think they're just. Well, don't they don't slice it. Cause the they don't, but that's what yeah. that's what that's what big business was trying to make them do. But the, the only big difference is cutting it in half. <laughs> that's the doors. biggest of yeah. businesses. Jay Rockefeller went behind closed doors and made some shit happen. Yeah, yeah he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> Let me tell you what matters to my voters. <laughs> Unsullied pepperoni rolls. Yeah, don't cut those things in half. <laughs> <A> pepperoni constituents. <laughs> people, hey, people die on this hill. Like this was a hill they chose to die on, or under the hill. The miners. Oh. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> One thing you can say about George, he's always looking out for the miners. Always looking out for the miners. Don't give them dirty sandwiches. <laughs> give them a fresh can. These guys are looking for gold. Give them right. liquid lunch. <laughs> well, John Forrest Knight was born and raised in Fairmont. In 1927, the same year as the pepperoni roll was invented in town, he moved to New York to pursue his acting career. John was given the stage name Fuzzy Knight. Because of his, quote, peculiarly soft voice. He first found fame on Broadway as a singer and comedian, before eventually moving to L.A., where he became best known as a comedic cowboy sidekick. In the 1940s, Fuzzy was voted one of the top ten money-making stars in westerns. 
between 1929 and 1967, he had roles in 181 films, an average of nearly five movies a year over a 38-year career. Between 1950 and 1962, he also appeared in 42 episodes across six TV shows. Prior to acting, Fuzzy had been a cheerleader and a law student at West Virginia University before leaving the state. While at West Virginia University, he wrote a pep song for the marching band. Here are his lyrics for Fight Mountaineers. Fight, 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 Mountaineers. (laughs) We're here to cheer for you. Take that old ball down the field. We're putting our faith in you. Play that team right off its feet. You can't be beat, we know. And when the game is through, we'll all cheer for you. West Virginia, West Virginia, rah. His song is still played at West Virginia games. I, I, I was shocked when a rhyme occurred. <laughs> Play that team right off their feet. Right off their feet. <laughs> Who's we are putting what is our the faith rhythm in you. of this song? I could not. I could not hammer uh, it down. Fight, 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 Mountaineers! We're here to cheer for you. Take that old ball down the field. We're putting our faith in you. Play that team right off its feet. You can't be beat, we know. And when the game is through, we'll all cheer for you. West Virginia, West Virginia, raw. <laughs> I feel like you made it sound better than it, than it should be. You can sing that at a game. So there was a writer strike in, in 1927. <laughs> <laughs> a little fuzzy night. In 1968, a year after Fuzzy retired from showbiz, Mary Lou Retton was born in Fairmont. She attended Fairmont High School, but left in her sophomore year to pursue her gymnastics career. One of her signature moves on the uneven bars became known as the Retton Flip. This flip was part of her gold-winning performances in the Olympics. The Retton Flip, the gymnast front flips from the low bar to the high bar, and lands in a perched or seated position on the high bar. This flip has now been banned from competitions because it includes a belly beat. In the now banned belly beat, a gymnast swings from a handstand position to the high bar and slams their hips into the low bar. This helps the gymnast gain momentum to complete the next skill. When Mary Lou was competing, the bars were much closer together, allowing for safe belly beats. In the 1990s, Gymnastics moved toward Giants, a 360-degree rotation around a bar with the gymnast's body in a fully extended position. In order to perform Giants, the bars had to be set further apart to allow for the full body extension. The increased distance between the bars made belly beats too dangerous to perform. Mary Lou's hip replacement at the age of 30 was due to being born with hip dysplasia and not due to her use of belly beats. I'm sorry, is this a Craig departure or is no? This it's true. Okay, yeah. <laughs> she. Uh, sorry, I'm. I, I just. I'm thinking of a German Shepherd, and I'm just. I, I, no, I've never heard of people having hip displays. Right, I've only heard of it with animals. Right, and big dogs. We're like animals. German Shepherds and Rottweilers. We're animals. Well, we right. are animals. That's yeah. true, but we're not dogs. And so, yeah, I, you think about dogs having hip hip replacements. I never thought of hip displays. Not merely retinas. Dogs. I never yeah. thought about it. No, well, at thirty. Yeah. I find it hard to believe that it was not related to her banging herself into bars for 15, 20 years. Right. Certainly had to exacerbate the. Yeah. It was due to hip dysplasia, not belly beats. Her hip dysplasia was caused by belly beats. (laughs) Right. Right. Exactly. (laughs) According to various gymnastic sites, belly beats are painless and not dangerous when performed by professionals on closely set bars. He's trying to imagine what a belly beat is. It's painful. Yeah. 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 Run as fast as you can and clothesline your hips into a bar to get momentum to yeah. rebound, and it's yeah, the, rebound the rebound. Yeah, yeah. so it's got to be. Pretty hey, if you do a really hit. good, we'll give you a medal, a gold one. <laughs> we all know who Mary Lee Retton was. Is of course she's got new hips. She's going to go for another thirty years. <laughs> be belly beaten till we're all old. <laughs> <laughs> she was great in Scrooged. That's all. That's my favorite reference. Was she in Scrooged? Yeah. Yeah. Who was she? She was Tiny, Tiny Tim, Tim in the televised version of Scrooge. She oh, did like cool. flip, 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 land, and God bless us, everyone. <laughs> oh, cool. I never realized how funny that was till I was older watching that movie. <laughs> Have fun in Fairmont. Try not to think of the health regulations governing meats as you bite into a pepperoni roll. And try not to slam your pelvises full force into bars of any height. Leave that to the pros. Instead, just remember that 
No matter where your improv takes you today, I am, in the immortal words of Fuzzy Knight, here to cheer for you. Oh, nice. Thanks, Thanks Jazz. Jazz. Crossing the picket lines. <laughs> scab. <laughs> She's not a scab. She's our favorite scab. But it'll take up time. Yeah, we, we can just sit here. <laughs> I can sit here for days. <laughs> Test driving new cars bring people in for Madrigal's fundraiser by Eddie Trezino. In the market to buy a new car, Carol Grimes headed out to the lot Saturday. Not the car dealership lot, but to the parking lot at Fairmont Senior High School. While she didn't leave the place with a new car, she did get to test drive a new model, which not only gave her an idea of what she was looking for, but gave some money to the school's magicals. I came mainly for the fundraiser because I'm a magical fan, said Grimes, a pottery teacher in Fairmont. When I buy new the next time, I'm going to get an SUV because I want to be up higher. I like the view better, and these old bones can't use the old cars anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the Fairmont Senior Madrigals started this test drive fundraiser five years ago and have hosted it in the ensuing years, only missing it one year since. The drive was a partnership with Toothman and Sowers Ford, which supplied cars for people to drive as well as donations of $20 for each survey completed. Ford gives us $20 for every test drive we do, so it's basically like free money, said Greg DeVito. Director of Coral Activities at Fairmont Senior High School. Wait, is that true? Is this what they do on car lots? Not uh, that I've ever heard of. I guess that's what they just do at the, when the car lots at high school. It's just in West Virginia. Okay. That's where I, why I went to Fairmont. <laughs> um, what makes this fundraiser so much different is that you're not spending any money. You're just giving up a half hour, 20 minutes of your morning to do a test drive that costs you nothing. On Saturday, people could sign up to take one of five new models consisting of three SUVs and two trucks for a spin around Fairmont, drive to a few locales to be greeted by student musicians before returning to the school, which would earn the Madrigals $20 from a dealership. It helps the community. It puts money in the school's pocket, said Cody Glasscock, service writer for Toothman and Sowers Ford. It also gives us the opportunity to talk with the community and just kind of be involved because who doesn't want to help kids? According to Glasscock, the opportunity this partnership provides is positive for both the Madrigals and for the dealership because it helps get the name out and get people to try out new cars. It helps us by getting our name out there, drawing people into the dealership if you're in the market for a new vehicle, she said. It is kind of cool to drive a new car and not feel the obligation, really, of going to the dealership itself. Said fragile penis. Limp Dick said, but no. <laughs> DeVito, too, said the idea was a unique opportunity for the school and students, and one that has in the past been able to earn thousands of dollars for the magical participants. Last year, we made a little over $3,000 doing this test drive. The money Jeez. that we make off this funder, I know, it goes towards the expense of our competition trip to Williamsburg this spring. Drive was open from 9 to 3, and around 11, they'd already had more than 90 How much did drive. they say it cost to take a Group to Williamsburg, thirty thousand dollars. Three thousand, I thought. Well, three thousand what they raised this year, um, but they said the goal amount was to raise thirty thousand for the trip to Williamsburg. Williamsburg's in Virginia, right? Yeah, and West Virginia is next to Virginia. Very, yeah, just west just of west it. of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> wait, there, I thought there was nothing to the west, nothing to the west of West Virginia. Right, no, right. right. How many students are we talking about? The whole school? It sounds like it. Uh, they should just borrow cars and do a long say, test do they, drive. Do they just. Buy a used bus every year and then just trash it. Just that. <laughs> <laughs> well, after uh, let's see, I chose this day because there was no West Virginia University game to compete with. Devito said, "We're rolling them in." It's that damn anthem, raw. <laughs> if we have our faith in you. Uh, as soon as somebody comes back, the car is going right back on the road. After getting back from her test drive, Grimes filled out a survey and said that the car she drove, the 2020 Echo Sport model would be handy for transporting items she makes in the studio. I don't get to drive stuff like that, so it was really nice. I really enjoyed it, Crime said. I'm a potter, so it will be able to hold a lot of pots. End of article. <laughs> what it says? Wow. <laughs> These old bones can't use old cars anymore. Some reporter got that quote and said, I found the end. <laughs> Let's craft it around this. Just work up to it. Yeah. Why is a bigger car going to help these old bones? I don't understand that logic at all. <laughs> I guess you don't have to sit down into it. You climb up into it? But they had big cars in the olden times, didn't they? I've not seen a lowrider Model A 
or Model T. Right, they were higher up. Yeah. You're a I, potter. You need a car that's lower to the ground. That way, if you drop your pots when you're getting in or out, they're less likely to break. I'm, I'm just saying. There's less carrying because you don't have to lift it up as high. Yeah. Yeah. That's more. That's going to do more to your old bones. <laughs> yeah, I need a full-on pillowed interior, right? Number one, because I've got old bones that are as brittle as yeah. glass cock pots, right? And the only thing more <laughs> fragile than my bones are my pots and my cock. And my glass cock. <laughs> and my glass cock. Do you have a car that's just lined in bubble wrap? <laughs> we cut to the local high school uh, parent-teacher conference. They're discussing uh, new fundraising ideas, and a local business has got one. <laughs> Well, th- thank you for coming. Um, you, you're, you're Mr. It's my pleasure. I'm new to town here. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm Stan. Hi, Stan. I'm Stan with Stan's Tofu Ice Cream Parlor. And uh, we special. I don't know if you've heard of us, but we specialize in just tofu ice cream. Um, I'm not, no. It takes heard. a lot of resources to make tofu into ice cream. But what, uh, we're what, dedicated to making the best tofu ice cream that you can find anywhere. We're a small town, Stan. Uh I don't know that I've ever had tofu. What's in it? Tofu. Okay. We take tofu, we cream it up, and then we make it cold. <laughs> we put it on a cone. That's what we do. Now, I got an idea to help the school out here. Okay? All right. I, I, I get a little promotion my way. Okay? All right? Okay. For every gallon of tofu ice cream that I sell this weekend... I will donate $100 to the school. Really? Yep. Well, that's incredible. All you got to do is buy a gallon of ice cream and eat a cone of it in front of me. That's all you got to do. $100? How much does a gallon cost? A gallon? It costs about 80 <laughs> It's a really labor-intensive process. Have you ever creamed tofu? I didn't think so. No. I, I, this. Thank you. For bringing this idea to us, did you're you, welcome. Did you? Okay. I, I, but I've I've never had. Has anyone else on the panel ever had? We should try it, right? We should. Did you bring some for us? Absolutely. Everywhere I go, that's what <laughs> that's what that briefcase has in it. I can't I can't help but notice it's not refrigerated. What's that? Oh oh no, this is not a refrigerated briefcase. No no no. It's, I'm a fresh business. Ice cream suggests it would be cold, but this appears to be room Ideally, temperature. Ideally, it, it also, would be cold. It appears to be dripping. That's that's because, as we have previously stated, not a refrigerated briefcase. But I think you'll get the basic idea. Okay. I really do. So I'm just going to open my briefcase in the middle of this table. Okay. So as you can see, all I had was just a normal briefcase, and I had no containers for the tofu ice cream. So it's just kind of... It's in the two sides of the briefcase. Kind of a, a tan, oily look. What what flavor? Tofu. It's just the one. That's that's all I do. It's a labor-intensive process. I'll just pass some cones around the table here, and y'all can just kind of scoop into the briefcase, taste your new fundraiser. going to smell off that. That'll be the tofu. It, it, it tastes like cone. Many years ago, when, when I was a wild and crazy lad, I went to the big city and had tofu. And I realized it only tastes like what you put with it. So you, you mean like it tastes like tofu? Because he says it just has tofu. If it's just tofu, it tastes like nothing. But when you put it with a cone, it tastes like cone. Huh. So if you could add some real ice cream to your tofu, I, I think it would be delectable. I'm skeptical. I, I want it healthy, okay? I don't want people... Dessert is always bad for you, okay? I, I, it is. I've eliminated it, the badness, and there's nothing healthier than tofu. We're a small town. <laughs> you keep telling me. And we appreciate you coming to join our community and our economy, but we like it when our products are locally sourced. Do you have a, a tofu farm where you raise tofu? Ooh, well, this is a small town. <laughs> so the resources are not as plentiful as one would hope for tofu. So I, I do have to uh, ship in my tofu from the big city. <laughs> <laughs> well, that city is a big city. It's huge. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping with enough time and support from the community that we can locally source our tofu. But for now, it comes in big trucks from the big city. <laughs> I, I feel like it's fair to tell you that there's already an ice cream supplier in town. He's been here a long time. We're a small town. Does he do tofu ice cream? No, but he does ice cream. Where is this other local hero ice cream guy not 
donating $100 for every gallon of ice cream. It's Giuseppe. Giuseppe. Where else would he be? He's oh, I, here. I heard my name. Sorry. Uh, I was up the front keeping up with attendance. As you know, we're a very small town. I have to do multiple jobs. So small. <laughs> Yes, so I, I own the local ice cream slash pepperoni roll slash uh, accounting firm, and I, I, I just had to get over here. Uh, Wait, did you close down your coal mine? No, I'm still doing that too. Okay, it it right. takes a lot of time. Uh, thank God for my big city money. I can just have one business in my storefront. While I'm here, I didn't know if you guys wanted to have uh, one of my special cones. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, thank you, Giuseppe. You're yeah. always so generous to the board. These are my favorite. Yeah, that's. I gave you the pepperoni roll. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, oh. my favorite. Yeah. Yes, uh, yeah. Steve, I gave yeah. you coal. Sorry. Oh, not I, my favorite, but it's in a cone. Yeah. I do like cones. I told, told you I love cones. Giuseppe seems like a nice enough guy here, okay? But I'm I'm offering money to help the schools, to help the children. Wait, you, you said something about... Children, yeah, yeah. I want to help the children. We don't really have any. You know, we are a small we're town. We're a small town, but they're small people. Oh, we're big fat guys. Then why are we discussing fundraisers for the school tonight? We we'd like to have a school. Yeah, we can't have a. We don't have any kids yet. We need to get a school so that we can fill it with kids. If you build it, they will come. <laughs> we cut to the family planning building next door. Hi, I'm Giuseppe. Welcome. Uh, Giuseppe, I, I'm so sorry to get you away from the ice cream parlor slash accounting firm slash uh, pizza roll. Uh, get about the coal mine and the coal mine. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm very busy, so I, I just want to see what is the status of um, the daycare center, the elementary school, the high school, the middle school. Uh, me and my wife were we're thinking about having a kid, but you know, if, if we, the infrastructure is not in place, then it's probably not the best idea for us to do that. You know, we're, we're working hard on, on doing that. We figured we were just going to let all the kids go to school inside the coal mine. Oh, okay. Well, that, that, there is an education to be had there. Um, I, I, I guess I need to start smaller. So first of all, do our doctors know what to do with a baby? <laughs> do they know how to deliver one? Because I, I, that'd be a real big pickle if me and my wife decide to have a baby and then we show up to the hospital and they don't know what to do. Well, Giuseppe's also the delivery man in town. Oh, uh, he's, yeah. got, he's got a lot of jobs. We're a small town. Giuseppe, would you know how to deliver a baby if one came in the mail? Yes, of course. Uh, no, 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 no. It's not going to come in the mail. <laughs> oh, wait, what now? Well, UPS? He's not. He doesn't work no, no, for no, no, Amazon. No, no, the big no. city truck only comes once a week and is full of tofu already. So we're oh, going to fit okay, another baby is, on that. This is not filling me with confidence. Okay, my wife... If we decide to, we'll deliver a child. Oh, your wife wants to take one of Giuseppe's jobs. There's Giuseppe, a wife are you in this okay town now? There's a wife in she this town? She wants to be the delivery well, person. Well, no, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking about, hypothetically, if I were to get a wife and then get a kid. Like, I'm not going to get a wife if I can't have a kid. The infrastructure has to be in place. <laughs> All I can say about that is if you want to come in here with your big city ideas and wives <laughs> taking Giuseppe's <laughs> job away... Giuseppe's probably going to have a problem with that. I'm not trying to take jobs. Wait, look. Okay, I'm holding up my phone here. This, this is What's that my, now? This is my tin. It's a phone, okay? Ooh. And I've got, the, uh. I've got the Tinder app here. I, now, I filled it out. I haven't submitted it yet, you see, in order to get dates. Because I don't want to get a date if the infrastructure is not in place to get a wife. And the infrastructure is not in place to have a child. So there's no point in pressing submit to my Tinder profile if we don't have it. These big city ideas that you bring to our... We are small town. I don't, I, but, but, okay, we're not going to grow unless we have wives who can have children, and then we can grow. Is the plan to grow? Are we trying to grow this town, or are we just going to be small? Of, of course. We're, we put pepperoni in everything. Everything is pepperoni-filled. That's going to bring people. Yeah, we're known for two things. One, being the pepperoni roll capital of the world. Two, being the biggest, second-to-smallest town in the country. The, the second smallest? Yeah, one day, we one hope. Day. One hope. day. Who's the smallest town? Micro. Oh. Yeah, they have three people in there. We cut to the <laughs> micro city meeting. Well, yeah. Bill, what'd you do today? Uh, just sat here. Yeah? Yeah. It's duty. It is. Giuseppe! <laughs> hey, what's going on? Uh, Are you being... trying to skew our numbers again? No, I'm a dual resident. You know, we're the smallest village. I don't, every time you come, it adds 33% to our population. Guys, guys. Oh, holy what? shit. Giuseppe's here. Oh, that, this, oh, this is even worse oh, than I thought. Oh, we're up to five. Guys, guys. We One gotta... of us is going to have to die. 
before the census taker gets wind of all this popular. Guys, no, it's worse than that. It's far worse than that. Babies. (laughs) (laughs) They're coming. (laughs) Over the hill. Babies. They're over the hill. (laughs) There's a baby charging toward us. Students learn how they impact the earth by Eric Hrin. How fast are they going when they hit? <laughs> 9.87 meters per second. Yeah. <laughs> Michelle Bright is teaching her students at Fairmont Senior High. I feel like I've been to Fairmont Senior High. Were we there together? No. Oh. About the three R's. I know what you're doing. <laughs> Sorry. <I'll... laughs> She's teaching them about the three R's, but it's not reading, writing, and Arithmetic. What would it be? Hold on. Reu- reduce, reuse, recycle. There you go. Oh, that's it. I was gonna say. I was in that's all honesty gonna say really sweet skateboard moves. <laughs> <laughs> she is teaching a class for the second year in which the students learn about their ecological footprint. Bright said, "Quote: It's the impact of a person or community on the environment, expressed as the amount of land required to sustain their use of natural resources." As part of the advanced placement environmental class. Students go to myfootprint.org, where they take the ecological footprint quiz. It is an online activity asking them a series of questions about the efficiency of their home's construction, their heating sources, travel and eating habits, etc., Bright said. Based on this information, it averages how many Earths it would take to sustain life if everyone lived like you do based on your answers. All right, we cut to a home in the suburbs of this town. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stop knocking on the door. It's open. Mr. Johnson? Yes. <laughs> Hello, I am uh, Mr. Reynolds from the Department of Conservation. Perfect. I want to talk to you about your recent uh, conservation test. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. did not pass. I did. I only took one earth personally. Yeah, so your footprint is, is one earth. way too large for I don't, a family of your size. I don't I don't even understand. We have one earth, we take a one earth footprint. What's the problem? Yes, but your one man, one woman, not you, but your family and two children are taking up way too big a footprint for what you're contributing back to the earth. We're just going to talk about how you can get right with it so we don't have to take more drastic measures. All right, is this going to take long? <laughs> Well, I'm hoping that we'll create some habits that you'll use for the rest of your life, if that's what you mean. Hey, Mr. Johnson, I, I got your disposable couch. Oh, daily thank you. disposable couch. Oh, my couch. God. Thank that you. is on my list. All right, just take whatever your couch was from yesterday. Just throw it in the backyard. Hold on. Hold on. I already did. Just oh, a moment. Okay, sweet. Let me open. That's made of styrofoam. Of course. It's made of literal styrofoam. It only lasts yeah. a day. It's CFC filled. Styrofoam, too. Yeah, we don't get into that non-CFC crap. That was on my list. Oh, good. You have to sit on it. I this, mean, don't knock this, it until you try it. This isn't even comfortable. It's so It's made of styrofoam. It, it's so soft. Why is it? It's breaking off on my pants. You, that, right? you, you can mold it so you fit in it better. <laughs> this is awful for the environment. You know that styrofoam is not something that ever biodegrades. You're using one of these a day? Okay. Well, just right. in the living room. You're bringing the afternoon one for the the sitting room too, right? No, the absolutely. Chair? This guy's my best customer. <laughs> it's a small town. Thank God for him. I, I make so much of my money from him. I'll be right back, Mister Johnson. Thanks, Mister Johnson. It's just going to take a while. May I have some water? Yeah, we got these. Here's some plastic bottles. No, yeah. see, that was a trick question. Plastic bottles are horrible for the environment. You have a there's a sink right there. Can't you just fill that with a glass with that and just give it oh, to no, me? Oh, no, 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 no. This is yesterday's sink. I'm still waiting on delivery of today's okay. sink. All right. So you're throwing sinks up. Why is your sink made of styrofoam? <laughs> well, I really like styrofoam. Okay. So you're using more than your allotted amount of fossil fuels. You have three Hummers in the driveway? According to records, you only have th- two licensed drivers. You need a spare. But, but why do you have it just running in the driveway? There's nobody inside know. it. It's just running. There's three cars running. There could be an emergency. When I took that quiz and I was just taking up one earth, I was like, cool. This is great. I think it's I'm time. not overtaxing my resources. I'm going to have to introduce my associate. I did, was hoping not to have to bring him into this, but he's with our enforcement branch. And um, let's just say he's Mother Earth's muscle. Come on in, Ronald. What's happening, Johnson? Hey, Ronald. How are you? Not good. Not good at all. You look stressed. I'm very stressed, just like Earth. You know what you need? Rest on this couch. 
Sit down here for just a minute. Don't, don't don't do it. I have been walking all day because you won't allow us to have a car. I know, and I'm and, exhausted. And you're wearing Birkenstocks, which were assigned to you as part of your you know what? Yeah. uniform. Sit down. I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna get you a pepperoni roll. Mm. Out of, Ooh, out pepperoni of roll. Yeah. Pepper, no yeah. Yeah. cured meat. There's so like much this. salt and nitrates that go into that, hey, and hey. it never biodegrades. Come I'm exhausted, Ronald. When this you eat nice. that, it will come out the same. This is nice. I hey, like Dad, this. you wanted those uh, five cans of flowery-smelling aerosol spray? Oh, yeah. Okay, here, stop, everybody take stop, one. Stop, stop, No. No, no, no. The, the room is so stuffy. We need to make it smell like flowers. Everybody spray. Those, those haven't been manufactured for 15 years. Where did you even get those? I have to order them special no, from China. From China? <laughs> yeah. Ronald? Ronald, do not get... Do uh, not... Why did you take off your Birkenstock? It feels good. I'm Here's a styrofoam good. cup. Oh, okay. Soda. Oh, so it keeps it cold. Yeah, it's great. Soda. No, soda's just chemicals. It just you you just you're just stealing all of the resources from the earth and getting oh, nothing here, in return. Oh, dad's friend. It's a <laughs> gas-powered uh, cool drinker. You see, you, you put your drink in it, and then I just rev this thing up. It runs on gasoline. Gasoline, and it keeps your drink cold. <laughs> You did fill up the generator, right? We're off the grid, by the way. Yes. Off That's the one thing that we did. You're off the grid. You solar? Oh, no, no. no. We wind? have a gas-powered generator. Oh, better Just than, gas? Oh, it's oh, better yeah. than that, sweetie. It's pure oil. Just pure. Not even, not even diesel. This is more Just, serious than I thought, Ronald. Ronald, please... Please stop. Hey, leave I'm him dri- alone. I'm drifting off, man. Yeah, he's like, almost. He's ready to take a nap, man. I don't understand what's going on here. We're going to have to replace the fossil fuels that you and your family are taking. Oh, wait, feel free. There's only one way to do it. Kill more dinosaurs? No, the dinosaurs are gone. We're going to have to replace it with other organic material, Mr. Johnson. Oh, wow. Yes. You're in trouble. I'm in trouble? Yeah. No, no, I'm here to enforce Ronald. Hey, leave Ronald alone. Ronald, snoring that just creates methane that kills the earth like cows, farts. Mr. Johnson, I have just come from whaling and I have brought you three full large sperm whales to be pressed into the extra generator that you have around that. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Oh, here, I'll take care of that. There you go. I've, I've, I've never seen processing of blubber, and especially in a living room. This well, you know, I'll go back to sea outrageous. now. We try to take up too much space. Who was that sea captain? He just well, comes by. Giuseppe the third. Giuseppe. Yeah. From the small town. Oh yeah, he's he's the <sighs> the great grandson of the Giuseppe Joseph. The yes, yes, the yes, creator yes. of the pepperoni roll. Who's really? I, I mean, I got a picture of him right over here. Don't yep. you? Don't you care? About the environment and about what? No, don't you want to preserve it for you? Have children? Yeah, that's their problem. When I'm curly sucking down blubber through a straw, he loves it. He loves it. I got a chunk. But we used the whole whale. I mean, we don't waste the whale. We use the whole thing. Oh, we harvest um, the methane gas from the whales in order to uh, power our hot tub. That's where, Hot the bubbles, tubs? that's where the bubbles come from. You're heating the water, the Earth's own water? You're heating it? So well, it- Dad, Dad, sorry. The uh, the garbage pile fire is is uh, getting a little low, so the hot tub has gotten down to 148 degrees. I'm sorry. Just throw the old styrofoam couch on there. It just, it'll probably help heat it up. Oh, throw the new one on there, too. We should be getting the you afternoon know You're couch right. anytime You're soon. Right. You're right. Let's put the one on there from this Wednesday. Yeah. Didn't you ever learn the three R's in school? Reading, writing, arithmetic? No, one of them doesn't even start with an R. Reduce, reuse, recycle. We've been doing that. Give me one example. So when we throw the couch onto the fire, it reduces itself to ashes, right? That's reduce. Reuse? Reuse, like whales, really? So we just turn them into fuel. (laughs) See, there we go. Otherwise, they're kind of useless. They just float around out there and don't do jack shit. And recycle. Well, two out of three ain't bad. We do it all (laughs) over again tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Study, colon, craft brewery, comma. (laughs) Not a colon study? Office (laughs) Space Possible by Eric Hearn. Try that one more time. I'm sorry. Okay. Study, colon, craft brewery, comma, office space possible. Okay. Have I feel I feel like it it helped you better to say all that yeah, than yeah, to just yeah, say yeah. the words. Right. Between because them. then it becomes study craft brewery, office space possible. Or study. 
craft brewery office space possible? No, that's too confusing. Is it an office space for a brewery? Or is it a brewery and an office space? A bold and, vision! <laughs> and who's studying it? For the redevelopment of two dormant Fairmont buildings is now in the hands of Fairmont City Council. I think George has been there. <laughs> Downstream strategies of Morgantown completed the $31,000 study to come up with, quote, viable downtown redevelopment options for Fairmont, unquote. Well, you could use that money for a study. Or you could go to Williamsburg. <laughs> kids. For $1,000 more. Dollars. <laughs> yes. yes. It just, I get so irritated with the waste of that. Although, if you're the guy doing the studies, it's a good racket. Oh, oh it's, it's a great, great racket. It was a yeah. guy that was brought in here to study that theater building mm-hmm. to see what it could be used for. My God. That was like five years ago, four years ago? Yep. And has anybody ever seen the study? No. 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 What's well, our, he was our paid money. new town branding in 2012 mm, yeah. or whenever it was yeah. for mm-hmm. 70 grand for right. whenever those things come up like I've never actually seen the the music man but I just think about that character is it Henry Hill is that Harold. his name yeah, yeah. I, I think about Harold yeah. Hill from the music man just coming in the town with his briefcase of magic where's my magic briefcase that's, well, it's, that's, it's that's full that's of tofu full of tofu ice cream <laughs> <laughs> it's dripping room temperature but Fairmont, West Virginia, boasts a downtown rich in historic assets. The study's executive summary states, so this is an article based on what the reporter read in the uh, study, mm-hmm. but they actually received the study, so they're ahead of us. Yeah. And someone read it, which yeah. doesn't have almost everyone. Yeah. Two steps. The Fairmont Downtown Historic District alone is home to 97 contributing historic structures, states the study. The study focuses on the former YMCA building on Fairmont Avenue and the former Fairmont Firehouse on Monroe Street. These buildings, which once stood as valuable community assets and a source of local pride, have fallen into disrepair and are now viewed as liabilities. However, with a renaissance afoot in Fairmont, it appears the time is right to restore these buildings' prominence in downtown. The study continues. During a presentation to council by study authors Joey James and Sarah Cottingham, James discussed... Sorry. (laughs) Fake names. Joey James. Come on. Joey (laughs) James. I swear, I'm a real person. (laughs) I really did the study, you see. (laughs) I only exist inside the study. (laughs) He said the firm completed a market analysis and feasibility study for four key types of redevelopment for the buildings. Neil is just dying visibly at our table. Can can I guess? Okay, the YMCA building could be used for a gym. The firehouse could be used as a firehouse. That's that's the brewery because it has room Uh for the tanks. Ah. And the YMCA has got to be the office, flex office space. Don't you need a fire department building? Like maybe we fix the old one. Yeah, maybe we fix it. I, I, I think the answers you're giving are in here. Okay, so the four key types of redevelopment. God, so. <laughs> market rate housing. You can turn that firehouse into a, a house house. For Ghostbusters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this town needs a Ghostbuster. <laughs> That's I read the that study. That's the study that we need to start doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have nobody in our town. What's but the as we've learned from a previous story, if you build it, they will come. <laughs> oh, so maybe we shouldn't build it. Don't build that. Don't build that Ghostbuster firehouse. Then the ghosts will come. <laughs> the ghosts are sitting around going, like, well, there's no point going to this town. They can't bust us. And <laughs> so, so I read a story a couple of days ago, and the story was about a small town in Florida outside of Tampa, and it is basically a retirement community for circus performers. Like Sideshow? What? Yes. Wow. So they go there to sort of live out their days in a normal manner instead of going, because everybody there is kind of a, I'll just say freak for lack of a better term. Um, They spent their whole lives charging people to look at them. Mm -hmm. And And now now they're just one. Be oh, it's a gated community. If you want to get yeah. in that gate, yeah, you got to have something yeah. about you. That <laughs> but people I thought, paid to see. But I thought, man, that is a cool town. Like that should be a vacation spot. It should be a, a series on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Just trying to live your normal life. What's the title? Um, one of us. <laughs> <laughs> good, good off the off the yeah. cuff title. Yeah. yeah. How large do you think that is, Neil? Do you did you notice? I don't recall. It wasn't yeah. a big town. Yeah. I mean, it was like We're a small town. We're a small town, yeah. Yeah. Small town. <laughs> <laughs> Could Giuseppe come? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, well, we need to get Jess 
to see if they yeah. have a newspaper. Oh my God, you know they do. Oh, the community bulletin. No, it'll be written on playbills. <laughs> <laughs> when they welcome someone new to the town, he says, come see the bearded lady at 412 Mulberry. Oh no, please leave the bearded lady alone who now lives at Mulberry. Yeah, just call her lady. Normal lady <laughs> for us. <laughs> please don't talk about the beard. That reminds me of the one time that I ever remember paying to see something like yeah. that, yeah. right? Because uh-huh. by the time we were kids, that wasn't as common, right? Right. Yeah. Like the so traveling. it was harder to find. Yes. A woman in a tank with a snake. It was the weirdest. Hold on. Like, she was half snake, half woman? Or she was just sitting there and a snake she, was sitting She was there. just a woman in a bikini with a large snake. <laughs> what was what was this advertised as? Do you remember? Uh, the, I think it was the snake lady. <laughs> snake lady. Yeah, yeah. But, it, but it was a missing comma. The snake comma lady. It was so weird and kind of sad, right? I mean, because yeah. obviously, like, like she was more the animal than the snake was. Yeah, he's or, just hanging out in a tank. Yeah. Like, what the hell's this chick doing here? Yeah, yeah. Or or genius. She didn't have to do anything. Gibsonton, Florida, a circus freak retirement community. You think they need a tall man? <laughs> Would y'all pay me real quick just to see my height so I can get, get into the path? Also known as Gibtown. It was where folks from the freak show settled and retired. Among the residents were Lobster Boy, who had grown up a circus freak and who inherited condition ectrodactyly, mm-hmm. giving his hands a claw like a parent's. Well, it keeps going on. But yeah, Gibsonton, Florida. We cut to the feasibility study meeting in Gibtown. <laughs> All right, Gibtown residents, you've uh, paid me. I'm Jimmy Johnson. Uh, you paid me a lot of money, tens of thousands of dollars, to come with this feasibility study as to what you can do with your little community here. And uh, I think you're going to be very happy with the results. Yeah? Good. We're just glad to get what we paid for. That's right, tall man. Yeah, that's right. I'm <laughs> way up here. <laughs> so, uh, you can just call me man. So after. I, I, I do want to be clear. Okay. My name is Cleve. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. And around here, I'm just known as. Cleave. All right, sure thing. Cleave. Okay. So tell us about this study. I like your interest, Snake Lady. Nope, no, 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 no. Oh, just lady. Oh. Wait, wait. Is that ladies plural? Because there's only one of you. Just one lady. All right, in the interest of time, I'm not going to ask you any more questions. Look, just, just tell them to Okay, call you feasibility Wanda. study. Okay, all right. That's what we're here to talk about here today. And I am pleased to announce that looking at all the viable options, uh, the resources you have in this community, the people, the places, the things, and everything. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa I didn't mean like that. I didn't mean like that. Okay. okay. All right. Just Come, we got in a long time. That's... <laughs> There's 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 objects here. That's all I'm saying. I don't go by that anymore. You can call him Rockman. <laughs> That's okay. It's or you okay. can call him Michael. It's okay, okay. But you don't call him the thing. I didn't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not thing. That was not my intention, Michael. That He's was a not member of a intention. superhero group. That's that's it's a, very impressive. It's a very existential crisis that I'm having here to not be thing and also realize that that means I am nothing. I don't know who I am. You are. You are. I, I am here to assure you. You are something. Okay. Whoa! No! 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 Call him thing. Something. Call look, him Michael. We're off track here. Okay. Look, I know that I know that y'all come from touchy backgrounds here, but I. I whoa! But, whoa! Whoa! We just call it backgrounds. Okay. <laughs> Okay, let, let, let's just let's stop with the sidebars. Let's get to the point here. Maybe stop using so many adjectives. Okay, okay. I'm going to be as plain Jane as possible. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> she just goes by Jane. That, uh, <laughs> Thank you. It's okay, Jane. You're very interesting, and we appreciate your needlework. Excuse okay, me. I, I, I got to be. I'm going to get back to eating my tofu ice cream now. <laughs> Okay, I, I got to be honest. I'm, I'm a little bit nervous to, to, to share what I've discovered with my feasibility study now. I, I don't know if y'all are going to take it so good. Well, we, we, we just want to know what's possible. We paid you a lot of money. You we want to see everything in black and white. Okay, all right, Jane. All right. Uh, there's really only one good use for this community. Uh, but, okay. but, 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 it's, but it's a very valuable resource, and you don't find it a lot of places. So it's going to be a huge commodity if you take advantage of it. Whoa, 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 just call me commodity. Nobody's going to be a huge commodity since I was living in a tent. I'm sorry, fat man. I apologize. Oh, don't oh, call me man. fat. Man. Why? Okay, okay. I'm just going to come out and say it, okay? 
Your community will make a lot of money if you bring your resources together and you use this place as a circus. Circus? Never thought of that. Circus. Wait, what? You've, You've never thought to do that? No, no, we've never been in circuses. We've, what? No, we're I, mostly. They're loud. Don't Wait, like them. But I thought that's. I thought that's where you all came from. You all. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. You I didn't think mean like we that. were in circuses? We don't have the kind of trapeze. No, Mister Commodity, please. Okay, look, I, I just, I, I just, I made an assumption. I'm sorry. I, I thought this was a retirement community for circus performers. I, I thought that that's what. So y'all just. Happen to be a community of uh, interestingly abled people. We're gonna allow that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> okay, I'll sweat that one. Okay. <laughs> I would attempt on our outrage. Okay, but but yeah, you can be a circus. Uh, uh, you can be a a larger than o- than normal commodity. Oh, why are you calling me oddity? It's just calm. I don't mean, look, it's just oddity in the sense that there's not a lot of people like you. You're a unique individual. Uh, you, Jane, you lack anything interesting, and that's interesting. I don't follow. You are plain. You you are, and that that makes you special. That's not a bad thing to be unique and interesting. That, that's honestly why I moved here. I'm because sorry, I was, you are? Uh, just Dave. I mean, I, there is nothing of, of any interest for me at all. I, I'm just sort of a, uh, you know, I'm 5'8", I'm brown hair, brown yeah. eyes of average build. I have I figured no you were talents like at a all. a mailman. Dave worked in an moment. office in a town. <laughs> yeah. But, but, I mean, there, there's a difference between plain and... Average and, and yeah, and I'm just average. Dave this is, is kind of boring, but it is really the one place I stand out. Like everybody knows it's me I, when I walk in here, right? I, I mean, I, yes, no. I gotta be complete. Oh, sorry, I didn't want to interrupt. Um, I'm, I, I gotta be honest though. Um, um, in my feasibility study, there was no place for Dave. Well, he he's has- the only Dave that lives here. But I, I, I know that, but. Just because his name is Dave doesn't make him interesting. No. What up, Dave? We are no thing. No, no, you have to understand. (laughs) Nobody, when people go to a circus, they want to see the tall man. They want to see the bearded lady. They want to see the snake lady. They don't want to see Dave. Hey. Look, I'm just being honest. I'm sorry. I'm just being honest. We are inclusive of all people, things, and people. Okay. I would like to propose a new feasibility study. Yes. Okay. We're listening. I want I want to take Dave with me into an independent feasibility study to uh, see if people find him interesting enough to pay a fee in admission. We already pay fee to watch Dave every day. What? Yeah. yeah. Dave comes in, sits inside of tents. Dave sits in chair. We all clap and say, yay, Dave. It's very good for his self-esteem. It yes. really is. I, I feel very, very supported and loved. Okay, okay. So I think what's happening here is because all of you are unique and unusual. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Huh? Uh, like, whoa, whoa. Are we past? Can we, can, we, can we get past this? Come on. We hired you to see if we could get a Chili's and a Sam's Club. <laughs> Okay, wait. When are we gonna have baby back ribs? We are local. Okay, 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 Mr. Commodity. I I want my baby back. (laughs) Maybe in this independent study, I can find out if Dave is boring and average enough to be a manager of a Chili's. We already have a Walmart, but Sam's Club has greater discounts. Oh, okay, but but have you been to peopleofwalmart.com? I mean, that's kind of a freak show in of itself. Oh. Hey! Oh, okay, whoa, 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 okay. I'm, I'm saying you're better than that. Maybe, what maybe, maybe Costco. I mean, I, I could see myself in one of those snappy uniforms, honestly. We could all wear the uniforms. I mean... We could. Then we would be unified Dave in the community. Code. Why do we? Why do we? Need, why do we need another another like chain? We need something. We can do Dave Co. Dave be our own Co. little Costco, like a club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of Dave. One of Dave. One of Dave. One of Dave. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Editor Keith is nodding. Editor Keith is nodding. That's good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> butcha, 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 small town nose. Butcha, 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 small town nose. Butcha, 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 small town You've just tolerated another episode of Small Town News, a production of Small Town News, LLC. Today's episode of Small Town News was inspired by the Times West Virginian of Fairmont, West Virginia. I think I've been there. And stories written by Eddie Trezino and Eric Hren. Episodes are performed and produced by Keith Boyd, George Oliver, Neil Oliver, and Craig Ramey. Research by Dr. Jessica Pepperoni Roll Saxon. Music performed by George Oliver. This episode was recorded in the historic Clark's Drugstore Building in beautiful downtown New Bern, North Carolina. Small Town News is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, and your granny's gramophone. Like what you hear? Leave us a review and subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram for behind-the-scenes photos, exclusive updates, and opportunities to share your favorite small town news. Thanks for joining us. And remember... No, it's worse than that. It's far worse than that. Babies. Words Time Wait, is there a hotel chain called Fairmont? Yes That's where I've been (laughs) I've seen it on a sign And went to sleep so I know that's. I thought I'd been there. I've been to a you Fairmont have. hotel. You've been into the the yep. the portable version of the. Yep. Of oh my the god! <laughs> that's what this has been the whole time. I think so. And scene. <laughs> I think that's it. Presenting the Fairmont Collection, grand hotels inspired by the grandeur of their surroundings. Extraordinary hotels in extraordinary places.